Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Debbie Eberly. Get ready to be empowered through the understanding of God's Word. So in 2 Corinthians 13, 5 and 6, it says, Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? But I trust that you will, not, that you will know that we are not disqualified. And the word disqualified means not standing the test. And basically, uh, are you standing firm in the midst of trials and tests of your faith? That's what he's asking there. Are you enduring in the midst of the fired trials and the opposition? And... Uh, Another thing, we have to assess our endurance. I have a chapter in my book about assessing where our endurance. And it's, I just like to read that over and over again. It's just like when somebody drives their car, they know they need an oil change, but they just keep driving it beyond that point, thinking it's going to be fine. I know the oil's getting a little, you know, rogue or whatever. Uh, but they don't take it in just for a simple $35 job. And uh, before too long, their motor blows up, and the guy told them all you needed was the oil change. And now they either need a new car that's sidelined. And and so what I'm asking you right now is, where is your faith? Where is what you believe? Uh, What are you standing on even for the services next week? You know, I just talked to somebody recently, and I said, hey, uh, are you excited? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you, are you ready for the services next week? They said, I'll be real honest with you. I've been doing this, this, and this, and this, and I haven't even had time to think about it. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. In other words, and, and that's going to catch up with them because they're not going to get out of the services what they need to. And let's, let's say this, too. They're not going to give in to the services. That, so because of their lack of faith, somebody may not receive what they need to receive. Are you being that bold? Yes, absolutely. Our faith, our preparation time, what we do to get ready has to do with somebody else being blessed. It has to do with our prayer time and commissioning the angels to go out and influence people to come to these services. Uh, Then, you know, and I'm not trying to put a condemnation trip, but we're just training here. And we're going to talk tonight about how we prepare and how we enter into revival, but better yet, how we touch revival ourselves, how we enter into revival, and what is revival all about? Is it just about us dancing? Is it about us running around? You know, that's all good and fine. Praise the Lord. Some people say to me, oh my goodness, you just blessed me so much because you just got in the Holy Ghost and... And what they don't understand is I'm seeing things by the Spirit and I'm just being led by the Holy Ghost. And the Lord sometimes has shown me, you know, because you're, you're practicing in the camp, therefore I'm able to use you in signs and, and wonders and, and the miraculous. Amen? Examine yourselves. In verse 18, actually, uh, let's go on to uh, 1 Timothy. Getting ahead of myself. 1 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 18. 1 Timothy 1, 18. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy. So Paul's talking to his son in the faith, a minister, a pastor, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith 
and a good conscience. Remember that. Having faith and a good conscience, which some, having rejected concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. And I wrote this out. It's stranded and it's not moving, their faith. Because faith moves by our words and our actions. Amen? Why are we having camp meeting? Why are, are, are we believing God for revival? Why are we believing God for signs and wonders and the miraculous? And what have we been saying? Well, let's go to our saying list here. You got a saying list? I'm going to go to mine. All right. I was just thanking God for this this morning. And in Job twenty-two twenty-eight, you don't have to turn there, but uh, it says, you will also declare a thing and it will be established for you so light will shine on your ways. So when I say something, I believe that it's coming to pass. And I, as a congregation, we're saying some things. Pastor Jay got by the Spirit of God in 2017. It's a year of radical change. And what? A fresh anointing. Revival means breath. It means refreshing. We are calling, this is what uh, the Spirit dealt with Pastor Jay about too, we are calling for the healing mercies of God on Cedar Rapids, and I actually added this, honey, and the cities roundabout. <laughs> hey, if he wants them for Cedar Rapids, he wants them for other cities, amen? But he needs us to have a heart for the city of Cedar Rapids. God, is, uh, God has a home. For SOFFC. He's got a building for us. Pastor Nancy has said 2017 is a year of extraordinary miracles and an emphasis on healing. The Lord has dealt with me for quite some time. Emphasize the message of healing. And that's because in my own uh, office of ministry, and and, uh, well, I say offices, but particularly office that God has me emphasize that and the endowments on my life have to do with the power gifts in that area. Dr. Dufresne said all five-fold ministry offices operate at full potential power and the gifts of the Spirit operate at full potential power. Pastor Nancy has said, I take the full measure of the nine manifestations of the Spirit because the violent claim it. So I thank God that I step into all the full measure of the offices that God has called me to and that I step into the full measure of the endowments on my life. And I take the full measure of the nine manifestations of the Spirit, just as our pastor has said. Reverend Randy Greer says, 2017 is a year of extreme faith. Have you had these things? What do you mean of it? No, that's just for the ministers. No, it's for everybody in the body of Christ. Did you know that the gifts of the Spirit are for everybody in the body of Christ? Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to stand in an office of ministry or offices of ministry, you understand, or that you're going to have endowments that go with that ministry. In other words, equipment, endowments uh, with those ministries. But God, as the Spirit wills, can, can flow through you in word of knowledge, word of wisdom, uh, special faith. I mean, you, you can be walking along and, and God just put in your spirit, lay hands on that person and tell them to rise up. Did you know that special faith? Because that's beyond your own personal faith of believing God for your own healing. But you can't do it if you're sitting there with a frown on your face. 
Amen. Well, I just wanted to add that in there. Praise Pastor Debbie, you're picking on me. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't pick on you. Praise the Lord. Now, let's go back to what Paul told, told Timothy there. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecy. So we just read some prophecies there, right? Now, they're all in line with the word of God. So uh, we're speaking the word. Uh, The prophecies previously made concerning you, but by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith and a good conscience. Now, I want to submit to you, first and foremost, that we don't just go right into the gifts of the Spirit. And we're going to learn some about that tonight. But we've got to be more concerned about character first. And before we can go into the miraculous, before we can go into the the healings, before we can go into the power gifts, so to speak, and what are those for? They're signs and wonders to bring people into the local church so that they will get saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, and they too can grow in character. They too can and step out by the power of the Spirit. But I just want to say, first of all, you got to get saved. And then God emphasizes that when you get saved, you learn about character. And then you get filled with the Holy Ghost. And, and, you, and you know, you really get saved and filled with the Holy Ghost at the same time. But you want to develop your character. At salvation, you can get somebody filled with the Holy Ghost, but you got to teach them how to use it. If somebody gets up and they start swinging from the fan, they got to come down and, and land straight. You understand? It's just not about dancing the Holy Ghost. It's just getting blessed and running all over the place. No, it's, it's, it's about that baptism of the Holy Ghost propelling the character that's already there. In other words, there's a boldness that propels us in a spirit of faith. And when we have the character of faith, then we yield to that boldness of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And praying in the Holy Ghost will not fill us with faith, but it will fill us with refreshing and boldness. And we will step out on our faith. We will step out on our love. We will step out in joy. Did you know you've got joy inside of you? Did you know that if you're dealing with symptoms in the middle of the night, you can just get up and say, Hallelujah, I'm healed. Hallelujah, I'm filled. Hallelujah, I'm free. Hallelujah, the devil had to leave me. Hey, did you know that you can do that? Yeah, you can do that all right. Let's go to Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5. We're going to talk about preparing, really, preparing for for revival, but let's say this, preparing for demonstrations of the Spirit that will draw the world into the church to get them saved, filled, walking straight with character. So... Preparing for demonstrations. 
Now, in Ephesians 5, verse 8, For you were once darkness, but now you are light. In the Lord, walk as children of light. Well, what does that mean, walk as children of the light? Walk in the light of the Gospels. Walk in the light of the epistles. Walk in the light. of uh, Use the fruit of the Spirit that you have inside of you. Well, what's the fruit of the Spirit? Well, let's move on here. Verse 9, For the fruit of the Spirit is all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Now, in Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, or in the Amplified, it says his way of doing and being right, and then all these things shall together uh, be given you besides. So seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. In the new covenant, What is the law of righteousness? We read about that law of righteousness in Romans 8 and really talk about the same thing. What is the new covenant law? The law of love. Our faith works by love. So we have faith, we have love. We've been talking about, you know, uh, these are all fruits of the Spirit. But in Hebrews 12, 11, Hebrews 12, 11, you just write that down. Now, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. In other words, if we don't get up here and preach and teach about the fruit of the whole, you know, the the fruit of the human spirit is what I meant to say. It's by the Holy Spirit. it's, It's that life that was infused into you at salvation and the Spirit of Christ lives inside of you, but He deposited a new nature in you. Old things have passed away. Behold, all new things. You are a new creature in Christ. All things have become new. Amen. And part of that, now let's, let's go on. I'm going to read one more scripture here. Romans 8, remember? I said, I was talking about that. Romans 8, 4 and 5. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. And really it's talking about the Holy Ghost within us or what the Spirit deposited in us. In verse 5, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Now let's go to Galatians. Well, I know this, Pastor Debbie. Well, it's obviously not working for you because... Look like you've been sucking on lemons. <laughs> Galatians 5, verse 16. Galatians 5, verse 16. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So that's what it's talking about. It's talking about looking to using what's inside of you. Using what the Holy Spirit deposited in you. What is that? For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, the Spirit against flesh, and these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law because you're under what law? Law of love. Faith works by what? Love. And I say it this way. Love works by faith. And all the fruit of the Spirit work by faith. Amen. So verse 19, now the works of the flesh are evident, which are, and it goes through several things there. We all know what our flesh is, okay? Verse 12, or 22, sorry. But the fruit of the Spirit, and actually that should be a small case, it means the fruit of the human spirit. 
the fruit of the human spirit because you know back in the old testament it didn't have uh, words to distinguish distinguish from the soul and spirit in the new testament it makes it very clear that we're spirit soul and body and the fruit of the spirit that should be a small spirit which means the human spirit is love joy peace long suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such there is no law in other words if you are walking in love and using your faith you are able to go beyond the dictates and the control of your flesh and those who are christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires if we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit let us not become conceited provoking one another envying one another you say that's right pastor debbie i i need to get home get in the spirit I need, to get, I need to get my prayer closet, get down on my knees, get my prayer bench. <laughs> Special teak prayer wood. <laughs> and I need to get down on my knees and get in the spirit. <laughs> the Holy Ghost lives inside of you. And you can be in the Spirit anytime you choose. In other words, it's not like you're zipping out of, you're, you're unzipping and, okay, I really feel like going to the bar. Unzip. Zip. You know, because you don't want God to see you. Zip it up. And you get out. And then you, okay, I need to get back in my prayer closet. Zip. inside of you and he goes in the bar with you he has no choice he's there because he lives inside of you now he's grieved you understand you know that's just the illustration but the fruit of the spirit it needs to be developed and our faith needs to be developed and our love needs to be developed and our joy and our peace and our long suffering and let's say this when we yield to the baptism of the holy ghost it's like the shining light and it helps us to look and see in our spirit and really see what we need in other words when you're under you know you go under in surgery right and they give you that laughing gas stuff and you don't care about the knife anymore. And you just get a revelation of who you are. We just need a revelation of who we are in Christ. We just need to get flat happy and, and drunk. And, and, some, and we're under the scalpel and the Holy Ghost is showing us you need to use your joy. You need to use your love. Remember, you haven't been using your love towards yeah, that yeah. person. You need, and you're just saying, okay, Lord, <laughs> okay. I'll love people, pray the Lord. And that's why we have Holy Ghost m- meetings where we stir up the joy and then the anointing just gets all over us and we're just done. And we're just, uh, you know, we're beside ourselves. That's part of it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, let's go back to Ephesians. That's what we need. Okay, go back there with me. So, do you understand what character is now? 
developing the fruit of your human spirit. So we go back there in verse 9, uh, Ephesians 5. We start out in, eight, in verse 9. For the fruit of the spirit, or you could say the fruit of the human spirit, is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And it's talking about the fruit that we just talked about. In other words, it's helping you to live right. It's helping you to yield to your spirit. It's helping you to be good to other people. It's helping you to walk in love with other people. It's helping you to stir up the joy because that frown on your face has been controlling you. It's it's helping you to yield to self-control rather than eating 25 pieces of the pie. In verse 10, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Now, when we, want, when we talk about finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, that means renewing the mind. So we go to Romans chapter 12. This is just a cap here, okay? We go to Romans chapter 12, verse 1, that says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And, you know, in other words, we, God wants us to yield to our spirit within and by the Holy Ghost grace of God to love others, to, to stir up the joy. And really, when you stir up the joy, you're, you're, you're stirring up that fruit of joy, but then that anointing gets on you. And with joy, we, we just start yielding to those rivers of, of joy, and, and we just get flat happy. We just dr- get drunk in the Holy Ghost, and then God can do surgery on us and further work on the self-control, further work on the fights, further work on the things. And that's why we need to be refreshed. That's why we yield to the Holy Ghost. That, 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 and, well, what about the signs and wonders? I want the signs and the wonders. Hold on. Hold on, Halsey. Hold on. We need to work on some character. We, we need to learn how to walk in love. Uh, we need to stir up the joy. Come on. We need to get what my Messiah. And if we want to be propelled into the glory, we must be propelled with the joy. We must be propelled with the love. We must be propelled with the self-control, with the peace of God that passes all understanding. If we to shinden in masandana Messiah, kitele presu shandana manzike edele borosiki. And there's more for you. There's more for you because you've been an example of this. Why don't you stand up, Leanne? You've been an example of that. And an exhorter you are, you've been an example. And you've shown yourself strong in that joy. And just in that standing in that place of refreshing. And I'm pleased. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. I just... Couldn't get away from going into the spirit when I stood over there. You see, and Leanne's not going to get a big head over that because she's developing her character. Amen? So we find out what is acceptable to the Lord, and that means we're renewing our mind and developing our spirits. We're renewing our mind by attending to the Word of God. We're going back to the basics. So before these meetings, we go back to the basics. 
Go back to the basics. Look at your love walk. Uh, look at, are you, are you in peace? Look at yourself in the mirror and notify your face. Seriously. Are you dealing with symptoms? Are you speaking over your body? Because the Lord has had to tell me, you know, really? I mean, he, he talks to me that, really? You're still dealing with that? You know, I paid the price. And sometimes uh, my own condemnation or, 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 or sometimes just my not speaking the word over myself. Or sometimes, you know, it says the violent will take it by force. In other words, those who press. Those who press. So the Lord's been showing me, especially since the camp meeting in, in Marietta where Pastor Nancy talked about pressing in. The Lord's been showing me, you need to start doing some things that are pressing. Start, start pressing. Yes. Start getting arrogant about it. Not to people, but to the devil. Start just living arrogant. I'm healed. I'm whole. I'm full of life. I'm strong. Stop putting up with the symptoms. My nasal passages are clear. I'm just going to snort. I'm healed. I'm healed. Let's do a dance. Hallelujah. I started seeing myself dance in the middle of the night. I'm like, well, why couldn't I see myself dance in the middle of the afternoon? But when your body's tired and you're laying there in bed and your pillow, your down pillow's fluffed just right and you're just right in your spot and your putty tat's there and you're bed there, you know, your body don't want to get up. And it doesn't want to rejoice and it doesn't want to praise the Lord. But if I'm going to be an agent of signs and wonders and miracles and I can't even get out of bed and develop some joy. Yeah, we're preparing for revival, but we got to be able to get out of bed. I'm not talking about all night long. You got, you know, well, I'm not talking about that. You got to sleep. Got to eat. We're not just living on air and water. All right. Now, verse 11, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. In other words, really, you're exposing them to the devil. And that word expose, let's just look at it. Convince, tell a fault, rebuke, reprove. And really, you're exposing these things. And you're saying, no, no more. I see that I've let this stuff in. No more. And it's, and it's being exposed. And really being praying in the Holy Ghost, it's like this, this giant light. That, and you're seeing what you need to change. Because he's so merciful and he helps us. Now in verse 12, For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore he says, Awake you who sleep. Arise from the dead. And Christ will give you light. So we need light. We need understanding. 
We need revelation. Why? So that we can take this message to the world. So that we can fulfill the plan of God. And really, the plan of God is people. Getting saved. People living for God. And people turning around and renewing their minds, developing their spirits, and doing the same thing. That's what it's all about. It's not... It's not just the running. It's not just the laughter. It's not, it's not just the uh, whatever, you know, it is what the Holy Ghost says. But why is he saying it? It's to fulfill his plan in our lives, to help develop us, and, and to be an example to the world and really to help propel us out of our lackadaisiness and and get this thing wrapped up. Get some people saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Filled. 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 You could run right now, couldn't you? That was a prayer that they prayed. In verse 15, see then that you walk circumspectly. That means accurately, not as fools, but as wise. Okay, the word wise, that triggers something. Matthew 7, 24. Those that are hearers and those who are doers of the word get wise. If you don't hear and you don't do, you're dumb. Spiritually. Spiritually, we're duds. Oh, that went over real bit. Thanks, Pastor Debbie. Thanks. All your excitement is just blowing me over. So, if you want to be wise, you've got to hear the word and you've got to do the word. Hey, I've been dumb before. But I've had to wise up. And there are still areas that are blind spots that i got to wise up in. Some of y'all need to wise up. Hey, I included myself, amen. Praise the Lord. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So we've been building character. We've been, we've been uh, asking the Lord for, for light. We've been stirring ourselves up, you know, waking up. You've got to stir yourself up. If that doesn't, again, you know, like I said, when I was laying there in bed, I, I didn't want to stir myself up. But the only way that I could just really stir myself up, just get up, get up. Yes. 
So we've got to wake up. We've got to stir ourselves up. Uh, we've got to consecrate ourselves to, to pray for these meetings. We, we've got to work on the character, consecrate ourselves to pray, get ourselves ready. Amen. And like pastors said, do the natural things that will help us. Amen? So that we're not here and falling asleep. All right. So therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And how do we do that? Do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. So understanding what God's will is for our lives and helping others to see what God's will is for their lives comes by yielding to the infilling of the Holy Ghost. And then it even goes, it even goes further there. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. And that means unity, right? Psalms. Uh, it's basically, uh, you can just quote the word. You, and, and the word that's inside of you, you just start talking about the word. Thank you, Lord, I've got victory. Oh, thank you, Lord, victory is in me. I walk in victory. I talk victory every day. Victory is my way. Victory is in me. Victory is working mightily for me. Thank you, Lord, your word is not only in me, but it's working for me. It's working through me yes. because I'm a woman of victory. Yes. Amen. So that's what you do when you're psalming. And you're yielding to the Holy Ghost inside of your spirit, inside of your human spirit. Now, hymns, really that's singing unto the Lord or worshiping the Lord. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. You are good to us. Oh, we believe in you. We worship you. We hear what you say and we do what you ask us to do. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we worship you. Lord, I want to thank you for your compassion. Lord, I want to thank you for your goodness to me. You're helping me to meet your standard. Oh, your grace is working mightily. And you just, you just get caught up. You know, if you're given to music, or you can just speak it out. Or a spiritual song. You know, you've heard me get spiritual songs after Pastor Jay ministered. It's a, it's a song. Uh, it's, it's a song uh, of the word that has to do with the message that was just preached. Amen. Amen. So he, he preaches on a subject. And, and, and many times I just get up and just songs. And all they have to do is play something on the piano. And it's just there. I could just yield at any time. I just jump right in. Most of the time, I, I just get it right with the tune uh, that they're playing. There's, and, of course, they know what to play now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That helps me. Hallelujah. So, so that's, a, that's a spiritual song. And we get wisdom when we speak these things out. Uh, really, we're using our faith and getting full of the Holy Ghost at the same time. It's like this double whammy here. Yeah, you're using your faith because you're taking, you're drawing from the word and you're speaking the word. And faith acts or faith speaks the word of God. The highest action of your faith is speaking. But then you do what the Holy Ghost tells you to do. 
Amen. In other words, if you're, if you're dealing with symptoms of sickness and you're laying in bed at 12 in the afternoon, the Holy Ghost says, sick people lay in bed at 12 in the afternoon, but healed people get up. So according to your faith, you get up. But you've been saying, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm full of life. I'm strong. I'm, amen. Right? But, but it's like this double whammy. We're, we're using our faith and we're getting full of the Holy Ghost at the same time. And because we're speaking mysteries out, we're seeing the will of God. We're getting revelation. We're getting light. And we're becoming wise. Because we're not only hearing, but we're doing and we're getting wise. Now, so that's where the signs and the wonders and the miracles come in. That's where it comes in. I'm going to read something here. Uh, this, this was a vision that, no, no, I'm not going to read that yet. No, nope, I'm not going to go there. Let's do this. I'm going to read something. In uh, the book, Faith on Trial, in the last chapter, there's a subtitle called A Great and Powerful Door. And you'll want to read that chapter if you have it and, and study it out because we talk about demonstrations of the Spirit in this chapter. But A Great and Powerful Door, and I'm going to read some things. Does that be all right? Now, in 1 Corinthians 16, 9, so we've been talking about developing our character. We've been talking about uh, getting light and understanding. We, we've been talking about uh, uh, righteousness is building character. You understand being right. Uh, but then uh, getting filled with the Holy Ghost, going further into what? A door. So when you hear the term, you know, going up another level or stepping it up or going into another door, or they're going into another room. Well, there, there's kind of different things there. Uh, but when I'm talking about going into another door, I'm talking about uh, uh, being propelled into more. Yeah. Being propelled. And how do you do that? Well, what you do is you yield to the Holy Ghost. Now, but you don't want to go into that door without that character developed. Because if you, because people have. We've seen ministers but then we've seen them burn out. We've seen people die young because they didn't develop the character. All right? So we need to develop that. And if we will develop the character and get filled with the Holy Ghost at the same time, then we'll be propelled into those doors with character, with wisdom, with light, with revelation, with understanding. And these type of meetings will help us because, you know, when we're, going, when we're in meetings, we start Sunday morning and then we've got Monday night and, and Tuesday morning, Tuesday night, Wednesday. And, and, and really our, our faith should say, Lord, show me what I need to know. And we pray for others. We pray the Ephesians prayers for others. Help others to see. Lord, give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, that they would know the hope of your calling, the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints, that they would know. Lord, strengthen them by the Holy Ghost in their inner man. Christ may dwell in their hearts through faith. Being rooted and grounded in the love of God, they would know the love of God that passes all knowledge and they would be filled up to all the fullness of God. Pray this for people. Pray this for the congregation. Pray this for your family. Pray this for Pastor Jay and I and Pastor Nancy and, and, the, and, and Reverend Ike and the speakers. 
you know, Reverend Brian and, and, and Katie ministering to the children. Pray this for the children. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 16, 9, Paul said, For great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. And from verse 8, we know Paul was referring to God leading him into Ephesus for the work of the ministry, uh, where there would be great doors open unto him, doors of the demonstration of the Spirit and of power. But we need to know what these doors, why do we need these demonstrations? Why can't we just come and hear the word and go home and work on our character and that's it? Why not? Well, because then we won't affect lives for Christ. Then we won't be propelled into the doors of more that will help to affect the plan of God of bringing more people in. And really, when we're not going into the doors of more, we're not getting all we need in our own life. Amen? Uh, So, for a great and effective, that means, uh, that word great means a strong door. An effective, an operative, a powerful door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. In 1 Corinthians 2, 4 and 5, I want you to write that down if you want to go there real quickly. 1 Corinthians 2, 4 and 5. So where there would be great doors opened unto him, doors of the demonstration of the Spirit and of power to reach people. So that God can show himself strong for people. So that God can can, uh, bring light and revelation to people through the preaching and the teaching of the word, through the gifts of the spirit, through healings and the miraculous, whatever it takes. 1 Corinthians 2, 4, and 5 says, In my speech, Paul said, In my speech and my preaching, which means utterances, were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now, I want to read this, how I have it down here. The Lord Jesus taught Dr. Kenneth Hagin that Paul was referring to God demonstrating himself through the utterances of the preaching and teaching of the word with the gifts of the Spirit, which are mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11. For clarity, the gifts are grouped in utterance gifts, which are tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy, revelation gifts, which is word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, and the power gifts, which are special faith, gifts of healings, and working of miracles. And you may say, I don't understand that. Get Dad Hagen's book, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits, in the bookstore. Uh, Get his book on the gifts of the Spirit. We've got the little book in there. We've got the, the larger study manual. And just start studying on these things. Okay? All right. Uh, Dr. Hagen said in Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits, the demonstrations of power are the power gifts in manifestation, which are special faith, working of miracles, and gifts of healings. However, the Holy Spirit also works and demonstrates in the revelation gifts and in the utterance gifts. Paul is saying, I preach in demonstration of the Spirit. So Paul is really saying two things in this verse. One, I come in demonstration of power, and two, I come in demonstration of the Spirit. 
when, so Jesus taught him, let's go back, let's read that scripture in, in uh, 1 Corinthians 2, 4 and 5, because I don't want to snow you under. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. What Dad Hagen is saying is Jesus taught him, that is talking about demonstration of the spirit, demonstrations of the spirit and demonstrations of power. Demonstrations of the spirit are the preaching and teaching or the utterances of the word and the, 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 uh, the gifts of the spirit, the revelation and the utterance gifts. The demonstrations of power are the power gifts, which are the, the gifts of healings and special faith and the miracles, all right? Notice that the revelation, the utterance gifts, get us into the power gifts, and there's a progression there. Notice the progression of also building your character first, being right before God, praying in the Holy Ghost, being a good witness, being faithful in your local church and yielding to the Holy Ghost in prayer for meetings and and then unity. And then we are propelled more into those revelation gifts, which even propel us more into the power gifts. Why? So that people can get, really, I ministered to Leanne about some things, and really I know that that just touched what was already in your spirit. Did that confirm something that was already in you? Right. Well, well, that was actually a, a, a word of knowledge, but it also had some word of wisdom because it's telling you some future things you're coming into. And it was prophecy. And prophecy actually are tongues and interpretation together. Many times I'll give out the tongue and then I will interpret it. So that's a prophecy. And as we yield to these things, God wants us also to lay hands on the sick. Amen. And, and, and he wants us to be propelled more even into the power gifts, which are the healings and the signs and the wonders that will heal. I mean, somebody comes into a meeting and they don't know the Lord, but their legs healed or, or, or they're just, you know, God performs a miracle. Their life is changed. And that's a sign and a wonder to others around them as well. And really, that's why we've got to ask the lost. Well, we need to get them saved and bring them to church, you understand. You can do that. You can get people saved. We have children that get people saved. Trust me, the adults can too. And and bring them to church. And we need to be believing for signs and wonders and the miraculous and getting... And really, you need to tell them about healing even... You don't have to just wait till they come to church. Start sharing the gospel with them. Well, what's the gospel? Anything they need. They'll start sharing about the healing word. We got so many books about healing and so many. I mean, just start sharing it. Amen. Uh, So anyway, God wants to help propel us into those things. And we're almost finished, but I'm going to read something here to you. Is this all right? I'm going to read something. Uh, Again, Dad Hagen was our spiritual father for several years, and then he went home to be with the Lord, and Dr. Dufresne, Pastor Nancy, became our spiritual parents. And, uh, uh, but anyway, Dad Hagen had many visions, and we have the book called, I Believe in Visions, and it just, it, it lines up with the Word, you understand? It, it lines up with the Word, but you've got to renew your mind, you've got to develop your spirit, you've got to understand these things first. You just don't start reading a book 
You, you, get, you know, we teach the word of God here. But I'm telling you something, a pro- prophecy. Remember, Paul told Timothy, keep these things before you. Keep these prophecies before you. Why did he tell him to do that? Because these things, uh, as we keep these prophecies, as we keep these visions and and things that Dad Hagen had before us, then we will gain more light and it will help propel us if we're speaking our faith. I said, if we're speaking our faith. Now, Jesus came to Dad Hagen. I was trying to find the date on this particular one, but it's called America's Last Call. And uh, there was a scroll, actually, that was uh, in the first person, and it seemed as if Jesus himself were speaking, uh, was speaking to Dad Hagen. And, and, and it, he read, America is receiving her last call. Some nations already have received their last call and never, never will receive another. Then, in larger print, it said, The time of the end of all things is at hand. This statement was repeated four or five times. Jesus also said this was the last great revival. I believe he's talking about the revival, not like Dr. Dufresne said, not just the little pop. No, we're, we're talking about the big revival and refreshing and, and bringing people in and, and bringing loss by the multitudes. He went on to say all the gifts of the Spirit will be in operation in the church in these last days. What have we been saying? <laughs> yeah. And the church will do greater things than ever uh, than even the early church did. It will have greater power, signs, and wonders uh, than were recorded in the Acts of the Apostles. He said that we have seen and experienced many healings, but we will now behold amazing miracles that have not been seen before. Jesus continued, more and more miracles will be performed in the last days which are just ahead, for it is time for the gift of the working of miracles uh, to be more in prominence. We now have entered into the era of the miraculous. Many of my own people will not accept the moving of my spirit and will turn back and will not be ready to meet me at my coming. Many will be deceived by false prophets and and miracles of satanic origin, and we're seeing that happen already. Uh, Yeah, but follow the word of God, the spirit of God and me, Jesus is saying, and you will not be deceived. I'm gathering my own together and am preparing them for the time is short. Uh, There were several other exhortations uh, to watchfulness, to waken and pray and not to be deceived. So how do we pray for these things? Well, I'm glad you asked. According to Ephesians 1, 15 through 22, we pray, and we, we uh, can put our pastor's name in there, we can put our congregation's name in there, we can put our family's name in there, we can put the president's name in there because we want to live a peaceful and quiet life like First, you know, First Timothy 2 says. Uh, so we pray for our president, right, and all those who are in authority. Uh, but you can, uh, we can pray for those uh, attending the meetings next week. We, we can pray for those covered by live stream. And uh, according to Ephesians 6, 18... Uh, through 20, write that down at Ephesians 6, 18 through 20, uh, praying with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. For me, the utterance may be given to me. So we pray for utterance that I may open my mouth boldly. We pray for boldness and and that uh, Paul may uh, know the mystery of the gospel for which I'm an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. 
So we pray for boldness and utterance. We yield to praying in the spirit. In other words, we pray out what we know in the natural, but then we yield to the spirit of God as well. 2 Thessalonians 3, 1 and 2 says, 2 Thessalonians 3, 1 and 2 says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly, be glorified just as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for most uh, all have not faith. And, and we know that the enemy, can he can bring people in the service. He can try to affect the sound. He can try to stir the weather up. And, and we've got to use our authority against these things. But you see these things when you get into prayer. And really, you start praying in the Spirit. Sometimes you see things, you take authority over it. And, and just speak over that service that everything will run swiftly and that uh, the Word will be glorified. Amen? Acts four twenty nine through 33. Acts 4, 29 through 33. And really, uh, in that, I'll just shorten that up, but we pray for boldness and utterance that the Lord would stretch forth his hand to heal and that signs and wonders would be wrought in the name of Jesus. We specifically pray that way. So ministers must flow in the teaching preaching of God's word and then allow the Lord to confirm the word with signs following. Mark 16, 20 says, And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. And we also see this principle in uh, Hebrews 2, 4, God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts, which means ministry endowments, distributions of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. God wants to confirm his word, but we've got to pray for the ministry gifts, that they have boldness, that they have utterance, that, they're, that they are able, and just praying in the Spirit and, and just praying, you know, praying the Ephesians prayers, that they have the wisdom of God, that they see, that they have clarity, that they have understanding, so that we see what we need to do in the services. So we do our part. By building character, we do our part by yielding ourselves as vessels uh, of prayer. We do our part by, by making sure that the services are covered. And then we do our part by coming and responding. Amen. The Holy Ghost gets on us and he deals. All pastor has to say, hey, people need to run. You just have to start running. Yeah. Well, bless God, I'm not going to do that. Let the Holy Ghost comes and he just runs for me. Well, that's why you have legs. That's why he gave you a mouth. The Holy Ghost's not going to run for you. He's not going to dance for you. He's not going to speak the word for you. If you read through Acts 1 through Acts 5, you'll see the progression there. From the time that they, you know, were saved and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And then uh, remember the lame man that got uh, healed. And we see in Acts 4 that they referred to that. It was a miracle of healing. And, uh, and just, it goes further. And, and through all of that, you see multitudes, multitudes coming. From the day of Pentecost, you know, they were there praying in tongues, make, and, and they thought they looked ignorant. Well, it brought others into to get saved. Because they heard them speaking in other languages, their own languages, and they knew they didn't speak those languages. So it was a sign, which was a miracle. So people... People that don't know how to speak Chinese and they start speaking. It's a miracle. And at the same time, they're getting filled with the Holy Ghost and they're getting drunk. 
So they were making fun of him. But you, you see the progression there. And Gadana Mosunishinde ele Mosakai Kiere Porosning Ande. So progress, progress, progress in the things of the Spirit and yield yourselves as you hear what he says. Start saying that. Inna la Mosunde la Brasakai, the word of God. The word of God will come alive to you as you start speaking it out through faith. Lord, I want to grow. I, I want to do so much more for you. I, I want to be a, a, a consecrated person. I, I want to yield to your character. Well, then just do it. Just do it. Get in my word and renew your mind with my word and say, Lord, by your grace, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And just begin to yield to prayer. And just begin to yield to the Spirit of God. And you'll see things changed. On your faith, you'll see things happen. And you will help to carry the ministers and propel them on because your obedience. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we can all step up. We can all step up as we lay down the condemnation and as we lay down what I can't do and start saying what I can do in Christ. And if you miss it, what do you do? Get back up. And if you miss it again, what do you do? Get back up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you would like more information about Pastor Debbie Eberly's ministry, please visit us on the web at soffc.org or call us at 319-366-2147 or you can write to us at Spirit of Faith Family Church, Post Office Box 8355, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, 52408. And remember, God loves you and you're equipped to live victoriously in every area of life. 